You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Yeah, my microphone is on full like it always is. And that, people, I think is how we're going to start Geeky's show ever this week. You get the full mic. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry about but, um, that. But I'm bump, bump. Yeah, Thank God okay. it's not the full Monty. Say, it's like, yeah. Or not the magic mic. So. Yeah, the mag- <laughs> you're not getting the magic mic. Yeah, no, no, no. That's uh, special appointments only. But, um, <laughs> yeah, just think about Trick that treat. one for a yeah. Oh, yeah, it is Halloween. Uh, no, nobody's getting that treat. Anyway, now that I've completely debased myself, uh, we're here this week, all three of us. We're all, the gang's all back Yay. together again. So uh, how was your uh, your uh, cruise? Uh, was it, uh, the weather was fine. Jerk. It was hot, <laughs> and I ate, as I always do, like every meal was my last. <laughs> well, as you should. I mean, if meals are all inclusive, I would, you know, I would. Oh, we ate constantly. In fact, yeah. the next year's cruise is already booked. Okay. Along with next year's gym membership or? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. That's a given. So uh, now that you're back home, how is your weather doing? Are okay, you suffering me, at least to make me feel better? Not like you are. Okay. Um, it's been raining all day today, uh, and it's been, let's see, today was 52. It's just kind of a crappy, you don't want to leave the house kind of a day. You have to turn the lights on in the middle of the day, kind of a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be in the mid-60s this week, about uh-huh. 66 on Wednesday. Then the rain comes back briefly, but next weekend we're looking at high 40s. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at uh, all. Uh, it won't be until Friday till we see 40s. We're going to be bouncing uh, highs uh, in the 30s, mid, either side of mid-30s. Lows down to about uh, oh Wednesday night supposed to get down to sixteen. Uh, oh God! Yeah, but the next week it looks like uh, the following week it looks like it'll be up to uh, low forties or high high thirties, low forties. So for this part of the country, not too bad. And we had little snow last night. I want to say oh inch or less. It wasn't a lot. It's there's still some on the grass. It's mostly melted, but there's still a white you know, kind of powder sh- uh, sugar uh, coating on everything. So That's um, disgusting. You know, we did is. have to put our electric blanket on. Ooh. Last week I had to put the electric blanket on the bed, and as much as it pained me when we got back from the cruise, I had to put the heat on. <clears throat> we turned our heat on about a week ago, two weeks ago. We held out as long as we could. It's just ebbing exactly. the house. I'm down well, here. Well, exactly. You bad. don't want to sit there. You know, you're yeah. sitting there watching TV or whatever, you know, reading a book, whatever it is you're doing, and you're sitting there shivering and you're going, okay, this is stupid. <laughs> I'm sitting in my own house with a sweater on and a blanket around me. Put the damn heat on. So I, I did. I was fine. Deb's got one of those little uh, fake fireplace uh, heaters upstairs, those little... You know, it looks like a little Franklin stove or something. So she had that on. So it wasn't like we were going completely without heat, but we were trying to turn out, hold out, uh, turning the furnace on as long as we could and try some zone heating. But yeah, we gave up. Okay. And so, Melissa, just depress <laughs> us and tell us what your weather is. I'm Team Kevin, man. I still have my AC on, and it's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. Uh... It's in the 70s. <laughs> it's in the 70s. Oh, pack God. your bags. I wish. Yeah, I, I should come down and harass you, but it'd find, it's be trick kind or treating of, weather. It'd be oh yeah, it'd be kind of hard to uh, uh, clean the school from here. Although I would like a remote <laughs> uh, re, uh, remote presence computer so I could. I was be gonna at say the school you should get yourself people. a remote Roomba or something. Yeah, just put your picture on there. A little cardboard cutout of Mike. <laughs> then watch the <laughs> like kids. The, like... Watch the kids draw mustaches on it. Like those, like those robots that are at the the grocery stores now. 
I, I don't, I don't know what their deal is. You haven't seen any yet? No. Um, no. Our, our friend John Franz always posting pictures of them, and I had to laugh. I thought of them the other night because we were at a Walmart getting supplies for Halloween, and there was one of those in the in the makeup aisle where I was getting stuff. And oh my God, my kids were just <laughs> <laughs> harassing the damn thing. Oh, uh, I thought somebody's gonna come. <laughs> Um, they kept trying to talk to it, looking for buttons. Lucian was like trying to figure out if he could hack it or something. <laughs> no, we're we're not quite that high tech here, mm-hmm. but um, we, uh, you know, and I think they're coming in everywhere. The self checkout lines, kind of whether you want them or not. Uh, yeah, Walmart that was how it was them. when I went. Yeah, Walmart has them. In fact, there are more self checkout lines yeah. now than there have yeah. been regular ones. I was. I was a little bit shocked in a way because, you know, it was one of those nights where it, it was late night. We had a whole cart full of stuff and I didn't want to go to self-checkout. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. you know, any other time I would, but man. And then there was like maybe two or three or four human <laughs> operated ones. I thought, oh man, here we go. Well, then our regional grocery stores uh, in the Midwest here, Hy-Vee, they got, they're not as aggressive as, um, Walmart is, but they got a few there because if they get really backed up, then people can go over there and use it. They're not so bad, and they do use Apple Pay, um, which reminds me now that I have I have my new phone. Um, I need to uh, reactivate my debit cards on there. I have to call yeah. up the company and um, talk to them and prove I am who I am. And uh, do you really? Because I haven't had to call anybody in a long time. It's just uh, done it. Well, this is through uh, Great Western Bank. Uh, there's is it a credit union? No, no, it's a regular bank. But um, I forget. I think because when I did it was it a year ago, two years ago. I forget when I first put these on Apple Pay. Um, I either that or they had my phone number wrong, and the only way I could do it was to call them up. I can't remember, um, but mm-hmm. I know I have to call them because I don't think I have another solution. Uh, hmm. for that but uh you can use apple pay there and um i show my wife because they also have uh, uh if you buy groceries at uh this high v or at the high v chain they have gas points that you can redeem at the casey's gas stations like mm-hmm. another regional mm-hmm. gas station thing yeah one of ours does the same thing yeah and so there's an app there's the Hy-Vee app on your phone that's got your fuel saver card on there. So you just scan the Q, or put the QR code in front of the, uh, the scanner, and it'll scan it. And then when you're done, you can just do the Apple Pay thing. And I've tried to show my wife, and oh, that makes it difficult. She'd rather stand there and swipe the cards around them. But, oh, mm-hmm. my God. And I haven't tried the Apple. Well, I think I tried the Apple Watch once, and I think it's, that was okay. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, it is. it is really awesome, and I really, really do like it. However... Uh, I have, you know, working with my clients and in, in their age group, I, you know, shown them what it is. That's kind of very scary to a lot of people. And one of my clients actually made a really good case for not using it that I really respect. Uh, when I told her what it was and how it would work, she said, no, I don't want to do that. And I asked her why. And she said, I want to be conscious of everything that I buy. She wanted to do the physical action of swiping the card or, you know, writing a check or whatever, because she likes to be able to like kind of touch her money and interact with it. She felt like knowing her own personality herself, that if she did something like Apple pay, that she would just kind of be mindless about it. And she didn't like that feeling. Well, and I can really respect well, that. You know? But I you have to take too. steps. Yeah. It's, you have yeah. to take steps. You get a receipt 
Mm-hmm. And the way I have my Apple Pay, well, it, this wouldn't work though for her in her case. I have my Apple Pay, my credit card set up that if my credit card is used online, mm-hmm. I get an I get an email and a text. Yeah. So that wouldn't help. But like I use it all the time when I go to Kohl's, when I go to the grocery store. Oh yeah. And you still get your receipt. I use yeah I use a lot in in addition to Apple Pay I use like you know we're Sam's Club members and we use mm-hmm. Walmart Pay right. all of my receipts are digitized and I can get at them and I like the fact that in some cases they're searchable I can you know go look for a product and like oh you bought this then um, it's getting there it's not always searchable the only time where I ran into a gotcha was we had decided that we were no longer going to save any paper receipts like we were going to try to go as paperless as possible because come tax time because I file a Schedule C for a small business, it's painful to have to go through all these these receipts, but we have to do it because you never know. You know, they, the accountant will ask you a question. You're like, oh, hold on. I, you know, I got to be able to put my hands on it. And uh, we had decided, oh, you know, we didn't end up claiming that stuff. So we're just screw it. We're, we're just going to go paperless. And then we had the roof leak and um, we were not displaced, but there was a chance like, you know, it was months. It was like three to four months where we couldn't use our kitchen. And so we were eating out a lot. And then they said, you have to save all your receipts for all the food, you know. And we're like, oh, crap. Like, because this was, we were like a month into it or something like that. And I was just thinking that, oh, I'll just put together a PDF and just upload it to the the portal for the claim. Uh-uh. They have to have paper. Like, I, I don't know why, but that's oh, what Lord. they said. So so now we're back to saving paper receipts because them, it's just, there's just still some curmudgeons out there. Tell them to join the 21st century. Um, well, and that's the thing. I mean, it, it's USAA. Yeah. Like, they, they are really, really savvy. They have, like, the best banking app ever. But for whatever reason, because it was an insurance claim, they wanted the paper. And then, you know what? It didn't end up amounting to, like, enough to be able to, like, offset it. Like, they give you a threshold. Like, it has to be, I don't remember what the number was. Like, let's just say $1,000. It had to go over that amount. Like, whatever you would, you had to supply your finances to them. And then they had to, like, kind of calculate, okay, this is what you spend on average per month for your family size and if you go over that amount we'll then reimburse you and so i we just ended up staying around that amount anyway so it was a wash but you know it's just like you so badly want to just ditch the paper and you know be with the future here and there's always something holding you back well i use the app ibotta which i think i'd given to you mm -hmm. melissa and you you need your paper though yeah. When you go to the grocery store, you have to then upload your receipt and you do it by taking a picture of it mm-hmm. to get yep. your cash back. Yeah. But what I wondered, I haven't tried it yet, but I wondered like what a screenshot suffice. No, it's got to be a picture Yeah, because See, it, and- it'll say redeem and then the camera app opens within the app mm-hmm. and you take a picture. And if it's a very long receipt, you just take a picture in sections and then it mm-hmm. scrutinizes. It says, you say that I bought you know, say the rebates for milk, ed, milk, bread, and cheese, it looks to see that you bought milk, bread, and cheese, and it says, okay, you get back your dollar or whatever it happens mm-hmm. to come out to. Mm. Yeah, and so as then you still as, keep a paper. Well, yep. And, you know, I am guilty of that because, you know, we buy something. If somebody's asked me how much I paid, I went, I don't know. I just swipe my card. So there is some validity to that. But I am trying to get, I have tried to get my wife, why don't we pay online? No, she's got to write mm-hmm. out a check. Um, Start a small business and, and, and uh, you know, before that, like, get attacked with uh, mail fraud. Like, have your identity stolen. Yeah. <laughs> that's always fun. Yeah. That's so. what that's what pushed me over the edge into doing everything online because I want to be my own big brother. I want to track everything. Right. Also, let your wife know you're saving. First of all, you know right. you're, you're saving money in stamps. You're saving money in your envelopes. Oh, yeah. 
And also, you know that if your bill is due, say, on the first of the month and you mail it out on the 20th of the month, you're saying, I got plenty of time to get there. Right. And it gets lost. Mm-hmm. This way, you do it online. Yep. What I do is when I have credit card bills comes in, I go immediately to the bank and I just say, pay it on this date. You yep. know, it could be yep. two weeks from now. But I also give it a couple of days to get there. Yeah, And I don't have to it. ever worry about, gee, I wonder if that bill was paid. I hope they got that that check because right. my get town the feedback. yeah because my town lost my um it was our taxes mm-hmm. and it's only two miles away but the one year they lost when i called them i said how come i didn't get a receipt and they said we don't have it and i said mm-hmm. uh i mailed it to you check such and such for this amount on this date and i said what if you don't get it in time well you're gonna have to pay a fee i'm like guess again <laughs> and they called they called me back later the day she goes oh we found your check it was misplaced From that moment on, twice a year, I drive down there. I pay my water bill, I pay my my property taxes, and I pay my school taxes. Yep. Um, Yeah, and well, I think our the mailman that we had retired, but we never quite trusted him either. So we always take it down to the post office and put it directly in the the mailbox down or the letter box down there. We don't trust them but yeah because i mean that's the way i pay all my stuff my credit card bills my car bill and so i just have it set uh, i have this mental thing in my head now the fifth of every month i just sit down and uh weep a little bit and then pay my bills um but uh you know so i have a routine and i i should try because uh i don't know about the city water uh the utility bill, but I know our because our mortgage is at the same place where we bank at, so that would be a simple enough thing to do. And some of these other ones aren't that hard to set up. I set up the uh, well, no, the utility bill that's not through the city, that's through uh, Northwestern. So I have that. I mean, it's all it's yeah, all the there. The only one I can't pay online, like through there, like utility is the water. But I yeah. still end up doing it online because I use the bank pay feature, and that cuts a check and mails it to them. So it's still I don't have to right. worry about my yeah. mail getting stolen or it getting intercepted somehow. And, and we could do the same thing because essentially that's what I do with the trust, which I've got to do in a couple of days here, is that now that the money's come in, I have to go. And that that's the one check, no, two checks. I think I write three checks, well, about five checks a year. Twice a year. For the land taxes, I go to the courthouse and pay that directly. Um, Did you have to keep a physical checkbook for just those four checks? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. It's probably easier that way because I just yeah, don't know. I have to, I have to, we have to pay by check too. They don't take credit cards. Yeah, or See, we they don't charge your fee. use a credit. We don't use a um, a checkbook anymore. We just cut a check through the bank. So, mm-hmm. like, I had to pay membership dues, and I was like, "What am I going to do? They want a check, and I don't have a checkbook." You get a cashier's check, and then. Right. No, I don't even have to do that. All I have to do is just set it up as a payee. Yeah, that's, that's all what... I got to do. I just go into my banking, you know, my yeah. banking app into the pay bill section and set that person up as a as a payee. And then I just put the amount and the memo and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. they, my bank cuts a check and mails yeah. it out to them on my behalf. I don't have to pay for a stamp, an envelope. No. Oh, no, yep. we can't do I don't that. Have to we have, have to checkbook. write. Right. We have to write a no, physical see... check to the town to pay for our taxes. Right. Mm. Well, that's why I've got it set up for the trust, because then this way I don't have to write out, because then once I get the land taxes paid for, and then once a year I have to pay for the insurance, and then I have to once a year, so I write out four checks a year, and then once a year I have to pay for the uh, um, 
accountant to do the the book work uh to do prepare the taxes and such yes yeah, so my my accountant yeah. does all yeah but stuff. for to write out the checks to the members of the trust i've got that I, the same way that uh melissa's doing it is that i just i have it them set up as payees and i just have to make sure i get it out of the right account because one year i screwed up and had the money come out of my account instead of the trust <laughs> account and i was getting what, overdrafts <laughs> oh crap oh, no. so yeah so yeah. pay attention but you know that's all but then yeah so then i just have a spreadsheet set up i plug in what we get what we have to pay how much we want held and reserved it'll calculate the rest and then i just cut and paste from there into the uh bank's uh website and then yeah they just mail out the check for me they don't charge any extra um yeah, that's really I don't, nice. I don't have to write out the checks. Like I say, five checks, you know, and there's always you have to write out the number and then write out the amount, you know what I mean. And there's always room to screw something up in there when you're doing it, you know, five times. Uh, so this is just way easier. Um, saves a lot of hassle for me. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, this kind of stuff is it, it's nice. And uh, like I say, I think I should just work on my wife a little bit to uh, – get get transitioned what do you think there. what do you think her hang-up is old school um yeah. just you know i mean is she is she afraid of it getting hacked or what do you think no, i think be? i just got to write out the check i think that's what it amounts to um and i don't think she wants to you know learn something different because mm -hmm. we might as well use this to transition in because i think we're gonna we hadn't really talked about what we we're gonna talk about but I, I think we'd mentioned it before so we have dropped direct tv uh yeah. because the bill shot up well screw that um mm -hmm. so we have uh and right now we're on the seven day trial period but we're trying out philo tv and it's the same sort of thing is that she's got to get used to how this works and you know it's just you know it's a new interface. It's yes. a learning curve. Yes, she's yeah. not a geek like me. She doesn't embrace mm -hmm. this kind of stuff willingly. So, yeah, I've got to work on that. But, so, um, yeah, we're, we've got that. So far, I mean, we've only had it for a couple days, but it seems like it works okay. It seems like it streams fine. It works well enough because uh, we don't need so – I think there's 58 channels uh, on there, and it has the ones that we were looking for, which is basically uh, – um history food network um discovery uh those are the big ones that we watch and then i wanted a service too that i could use authenticate as a tv provider so that i can log into these apps so if i want to watch their back catalog of stuff um if you authenticate with a tv provider then you can use the app and watch all the stuff so uh this will work i don't know if it will work with i would hope Hopefully, all the ones that they have on their uh, in their lineup here uh, will allow you to authenticate with their apps. And I don't know how many others I would do that with. What's that, the service again? I want to go to the website. Philo, P-H-I-L-O. Yes. But we were talking about that the other day, and you said that it doesn't have your local ABC, no. CBS, NBC station. So no. that we can't watch local news or any kind of local programming. No. On there, but I did. But network TV, like you could watch the major shows, like say Modern Family and stuff like that. Uh, no, no, unless no, no uh, unless they have an ABC. No, because you know how you you watch your local ABC affiliate. You watch yeah, your right. you know your Tucson, Arizona news, and then later on you can watch Modern Family and right. whatever. And for us, that wasn't um, too big a problem because on the fire on the fire uh, TV, one of our local stations has an app 
on there. So you can, it's, you know, probably mm. not the one we would normally watch, but hey, it's good enough. It's, it's not that bad. Uh, and so, you've already looked into the flat antenna and that wasn't viable because of where you live? Well, I haven't experimented with that one yet. I have this, I'm going to try this because if it doesn't work, I'm not out anything. We didn't have mm -hmm. to send the dish antenna back. Yeah, it's you a, said you were going to try to tap into that. Yeah, it's a parabolic antenna and it has coax cable. Um, so I just don't know about the workings uh, inside the receiver. Now, it may not pick up a digital TV signal, but I don't know if, what the difference is between a satellite signal and a digital signal as far as wavelengths and that kind of stuff. So I got lazy yesterday and I didn't get around to it. But I just want to get up there and turn the parabolic uh, antenna towards, or as best as I can figure out, towards where... I think the antenna is and just kind of fool around and see if I can pull it in. If that case, if that works, sweet, then we would have, mm -hmm. and we're still not going to get very much. Um, hopefully we could get our CBS affiliate because that, that, and when we did have, we had the flat antennas in the house here and we could still do that, but we had to have it in a special place just mm -hmm. to get yeah. one channel where that was 13 miles away. And this was supposed to be a 50 mile antenna. Um, but, I mean, worse comes to worse, I could take the parabolic down and just get a regular digital antenna uh, and put on the mast and not have to run cable and this kind of stuff. Uh, so, so that would work, for, too. For the local channels like the ABC, NBC, that stuff like that, I think you probably, I mean, there'd be another fee and it'd be another service, but you might be able to get those needs serviced through Hulu. We're in a little bit of a, of a jam right now. Hulu's going to start back up for us in a couple of days. So we're waiting to see what happens. Because I told you guys before, like we binge watch everything and then we put it back on hold. I really like that we can do that with Hulu. Um, so it's on hold right now. And then in a couple of days, it will not be on hold. And then so like we... We left off with uh, Harlot, the show Harlot. We really like that. And so there's been a bunch of episodes that have queued up in that time. So you mentioned like the back catalog. Uh, we also, we do like a, a mixed match of things, you know, like so we sign in with our our Cox cable account for some things or like we share my dad's Xfinity account for some things. Like everybody kind of shares something, you know, someday, I, I hope that it's n like never, but someday that may be they might put the kibosh on that like they kind of do a spotify like where they track your location and stuff i think that's kind of stinky but um so we we share a bunch of that stuff and uh one of the things that we ran into a problem with was we got behind because we've just been so so busy but like say you know walking dead is coming out and modern family like a lot of the the shows that we like to watch are coming back and we realized that when we went to go watch them that we were a little bit behind like we didn't finish say two episodes from the last season. So I'll just use modern family as an example. There were two episodes from the last season that we didn't see. And because we're logging into the, I think it's ABC, we're logging into the ABC app on the Apple TV. It only lets you go back to the beginning of this current season. You can't go back to the back catalog. It's like, you can't access that. It shall not pass. And the reason I, I know like where we are is because we've talked about this before too. And I, it's still a really, really great app. There's a service called, I think I tracked or tracked. I think it's just tracked. And the app is called, um, it's called ITV shows looking for an I shows TV, I shows TV. And that's like where you kind of keep a running database of all the stuff that you watch and you kind of, you can check it off as an episode that you've seen. So I went and I checked my list and I was like, oh, we haven't seen those two episodes. So now we're like, we don't want to watch it because there is a bit of a storyline that runs through it. And I didn't want to miss those other two things in the plot. 
So we're going to wait until a couple of days when Hulu comes back on, and then we're going to go see if we can get the back catalog there. So that may, I'll, I'll let you know when that happens, but that sure. may be what plugs that hole for you. You know what I mean? Like if, if the antenna doesn't work out well, and you're not getting those channels through this Philo service, then maybe Hulu would be your supplement? Well, and okay, now here's the frustrating part. Because there is a way, I'm trying to find it here now on my phone. I feel like I'm picking out a healthcare package. <laughs> um, <laughs> like Medicare well, it Part is A like and Part B. <laughs> we're going through the same thing. Yeah. Ay-ay-ay. Well, for local TV, there is a way, but there. here's where my weird you guys if internet... we can figure this out we can save the world <laughs> well okay so now for uh for us except for one stupid caveat for us uh for melissa and i think for uh uh elisa there's a way to get around the local stuff it's an app called lowcast i'm trying to find oh, it here not here that's only in certain markets well because i have new york but i don't know how close i think i think that's city city probably so um but I'm surprised because Sioux Falls and Rapid City, you know, Hicksville out here, we're actually mm -hmm. on the list. Um, along with uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Phoenix, Dallas, Houston, Atlanta, Denver, Washington, Baltimore, Philadelphia, New York, and Boston. So I don't know why we're privileged. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not complaining, mind you. But here's the I problem. I thought they were taken down or they were being sued or well, something like that. Well, they're being sued, I think, but they're still, well, uh, or have they been sued? I, I listened to it on cord cutters, and uh, I don't know if they are currently being sued or if they have, um, if they, or if they've been challenged and they fought back. But here's the thing. If I do it on my phone, which has GPS, I can watch all of our local... Uh, stuff here, uh, mm -hmm. there's probably about, oh, what, 10, 15, you know, shows on here. But I can't watch it on the fire or on any of our TVs because getting our Internet over LTE, it goes by, to prove that you're in the place where you are, it goes by your mm -hmm. ISP. Well, our ISP is in mm -hmm. Chicago. So oh. the only shows we can watch is in Chicago. And oh, there's, <laughs> and if I try to go in there and tell it to watch it from this certain area, it says no, you can't. So, right. like mm -hmm. I say, if I use, if we use our phones, um, <clears throat> if we <throat> use our phones, then we're fine. But um, we can't do it on yeah. the TV, so that's a little frustrating. And I've, I should see if I can. I don't think I can cast if I can just cast from the phone to something here. Uh, yeah, that's that's a pain. It is. Yeah. Now, and it's not I, always the best quality either when you're casting. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, it's so all over I, LTE. But I called Spectrum the other day. What'd you call uh -oh. them? Well, <laughs> yeah, what'd you call that's, them? That's, that's exactly it. No, our bill has gone up $10 this month. Oh, my God. And it's actually 20 because we still have a home phone, which I'm going to be getting rid of hopefully this month, this in November. But the phone was twenty dollars a month. I got them to talk down to ten a couple of months ago. But you know, so but overall our bill had gone up ten dollars. So I called them and I just said, This is ridiculous. Do you have a retention department? No, we don't. I'm like, okay. I said, This is ridiculous what you're spending. I said, You're not giving us anything. Well, the networks are charging us and blah, blah, blah. I said, Well then how come it's not going up on YouTube and it's not going up on Hulu and it's not going up on these other services? This person I spoke with did not know these other per these other services existed. Oh my god! 
<laughs> I said, I know a lot of people right now who either have cut the cord or in the process of cutting the cord, they're using YouTube TV and they're using Hulu and they're using Sling. And he's going, Sling? And I said, one friend of mine is looking into Philo. What's Philo? What? I'm like, oh, my God, you work in this industry. You don't even know what your competition is. So it then I end up calling YouTube TV because I had a couple of questions. That's I'm using, why they don't have a retention department because somebody, um, well, somebody's job see, to know that stuff. Well, that's the thing. With, with Time Warner, you could go to the retention department. And they'd say, okay, how about we give you this promotion and it's good for a year. And, you know, there's a yep. give and take. With Spectrum is this is the price. Take it or leave it. Well, I'm leaving it. Yeah. So what's going to happen is I think on Friday I'm bringing my mode. I'm going to bring my DVR back and I'm going to sign up for YouTube TV. I'm mm -hmm. currently using it through my son's account. And funny, when I called the guy, I said, my son's in Virginia, I'm in New York and I'm using his sign in. And he goes, Ooh, you're not supposed to do that. I said, <laughs> I said, yeah, I know, but I'm just testing it out before I get my own account. And he goes, Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> cool. Yeah, whatever. So the bad thing is when I watch, well, not really bad, but when I watch something from the cloud, it comes from the Washington feed. Right. Instead of the, the New York sure. feed, which, you know, no right. big deal. So I can't watch my local news as of yet. But once I sign up, all I have to do is leave his family group and then I will sign up for my own account. It's $50 a month and it has all the stations we want. And the nice thing about it is when on the app, you can rearrange the stations. So instead, like with Spectrum app, it goes one through like 1200. And it just goes in order like that. When you have the YouTube, if, if say um, the weather channel is the most important channel to you, you can put that at the very top. And then if it's the Food Network is the next, and then if it's, um, you know, the news channel or, you know, whatever, you can just put them in the order that you like just to make it quicker to find yeah. a station that you want. So that's kind of cool. And my internet is going to go up with Spectrum, but my overall savings should be about forty to fifty dollars a month. That's nice. That's a lot of money. That's great, yeah, it is. It's worth it. It's worth yeah. the headache. That's I know. Like along. I was talking to you know Tom last night, and I said if it was ten dollars, I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't go through the aggravation for ten dollars. Yeah. But I was showing him how to use it on the kitchen TV, and like you said before, there is a learning curve. You have to get used to a different way of watching your media. Yep. Yep. But otherwise, like, you know, something it's worth it. Yeah, that was the thing that I that I used to convince my husband when I showed him the savings that we would get because he was a little on the fence about it, too. You know, I mean, we we were born and raised to hold a remote and channel surf and just keep clicking the up button and just keep, you know, you might you might maybe over time you memorize certain digits, like certain three digit channels that you like to go to and you want to go right to it. But for the most part, you know, he was always just channel surfing. He was just kind of like aimlessly kind of just clicking through to see what was on. And that's kind of how he would navigate it. And you couldn't do that when we first started with, with cutting the cord. You couldn't just keep pressing the channel button and changing. You have to inter, you have to interact with it. You have to navigate an interface. It's navigation now. It's not just an up-down button, you know. It, well, it is on the remote control, but not right. in the interface. You know? And what's nice about the YouTube is is that as you're, you can look at it three different ways. Your library, which is basically what you've DVR'd, um, the live, which is the channel guide, and mm -hmm. then home. But when you're going through the channel guide, if you want to say, hey, I wonder what's on, um, you know, ABC tonight, it shows you like a little, like almost like a little preview within that 8 to 8.30 time slot. 
So if it says modern family, you see like a little picture of modern family with a bar going underneath it to show you how far into it, if it's already past eight o'clock and you can, and you can go back to the beginning and watch it. Yeah. If you go to the home, it'll have something across the bottom. So let's say every night at eight o'clock you watch Jeopardy. And it will, so Jeopardy will pop up because that's what you watch all the time, but it will also give you other shows that are similar to Jeopardy that you might be interested in that are back catalog. And this back catalog goes way back. Mm-hmm. So it's I was almost thinking like a combination of, of Netflix and what the yeah. The so I was thinking TV about Melissa when you said you needed to watch those two more episodes of last season of Modern mm-hmm. Family yeah. with YouTube TV. You could easily do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they have the Big Bang Theory? Oh, they've got everything. Mm. Let's see. Well, that so, might be worth it for you know. Can you, and I, can you pay for it and like? Can you put it on hold or do you just have to cancel it? And then no, like, what happens if you want to? No, there's no hold. You pay for it monthly. But like Mm -hmm. I said to to my husband today, I said, you know something? If it turns out that you, for some reason, absolutely hate it and you can't, you know, you can't figure it out, I can cancel and I can go back and I can get the mode, you know, I can get the DVR back. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. And I said, and the other nice thing is baseball season's over. We've got, you know, game five is going on right now, the World Series. But, you know, by Tuesday or no, by Wednesday, the World's, you know, baseball's over. But when it comes back in the spring, if he wants me to put the Yankee station at the very top so he can find it easily, I can mm-hmm. easily do that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, it's like you almost have to get the spouse on board. <laughs> right. Well, and the, well, now, he, he kind of like, he kind of just kind of leaves it to me. He's like, okay, how am I watching TV now? <laughs> yeah. Same here. Like he wasn't mad. He was like, kind of like maybe, maybe there was friction or he's like irritated by it a little bit in the beginning, but now he's okay with it. The only thing he doesn't like to do, and I try to get him to do it, but it doesn't help that I make fun of him, is when he does the search, when he uses the Siri remote to do a, a search, because we had that whole Bandersnatch episode thing. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that was really funny. Uh, <laughs> to... Now, does YouTube allow you to create profiles for you and yes. your husband? Okay, yeah, because Philo yes. does too. Um, yeah, that's not something we would do. Um, you can just share it. Just to, just it but it's, it's similar to Netflix, where... If you have your kids and your kids are watching a lot of, you know, uh, cartoon kind of shows, you don't want that mixed in with yours. So then you get recommended from you. You know, first you're watching Breaking Bad and, you know, My Little Pony. Like, oh, no. So that's what my son and I are doing. He has his profile. I have mine. So that Mm -hmm. way his media doesn't get mixed in with mine and vice versa. So you can even do that without subscribing to YouTube TV. You can already do that like just with the regular straight up YouTube. At least I can on my computer and on my Apple TV. The Apple TV app is set up that it'll say who's watching and you can switch between the profiles because the kids kind of make fun of the fact that like right now I just have our I have one family profile like we have one email address that, that my husband and I share you know for their school and all that kind of stuff and that's the one that's logged in and when the kids I can always tell when the kids have been watching it <laughs> my son's like oh your feet is so screwed up because <laughs> like they're stupid little I don't know they're, they're not stupid but their little cartoons and stuff will end up in there and uh, so I have to get their profiles input but you can do that you can switch between profiles and just like you were talking about Lisa there's a there's your library and so you can make um, at least in the the non-paid version, just the free version of YouTube, where you you know you have to put up with the ads, but I'm willing to do that. I have my library all set up where I have, I think they're called playlists. And so if I'm just surfing the web and I see like oh a TED talk or and I, I have a TED app also, but if like let's say I see a, a 
a presentation or something that I want to watch later or something I watch, want to watch again, I can just add it to that playlist. And so then it's all kind of like curated for me. So when I do have the time and want to sit down and watch YouTube, I have my own little like rabbit hole that I can kind of go into and just watch all of that stuff, whether it's at watch now or it's in an actual library. Like I have a health and wellness uh, playlist. I have a uh, funnies playlist. I have a, um, I don't know, politics, you know, any kind of like category that you can think of. Like I have a bunch of categories and then I just kind of stick them in those lists and queue them up. And then I just watch. Well, with the TV, the library is really the DVR. Except it's, except your streaming is not on the device. Like right now on my DVR is the actual physical media. Mm-hmm. And when I watch a show, I delete it because mm-hmm. I've got That's a, how it I, acts, I forget, yeah. six gigabyte hard drive or whatever it is. I'm not even sure. But this is library isn't really downloaded. It's just saying, OK, mm-hmm. you know, Tom likes the blacklist. So I've got all those. He still hasn't watched it yet, but I have all those taping. You know, I've got The Walking Dead taping. I've got um, Mr. Robot. I just did a couple mm-hmm. of shows and mm-hmm. they're all taping. So then I can go back in and I can say, OK, I didn't watch this one yet. And watch it i mean the way you watch it is i don't know it's not as as easy as it is to watch it on the dvr through cable but i'm willing to i'm yeah, willing to really adapt up with it because it is you got to wait for it to stream like you can't just rewind as smoothly because it isn't on the di- device it's streaming see i'm already kind of just used to that my mind's already just wrapped around that i just i already put up with that well it's not that it's that it's it's not as um like on my DVR, if it'll say the blacklist, so you and it shows a folder, and that might say four next to it, and then you click the blacklist, and then it will show the four episodes that haven't been watched yet with the most recent at the top, and mm-hmm. then you can click that bottom one, and it'll show the date that it was on, and it will say, you know, this is, you know, this is the storyline, and then you can just click it and start watching it. Um, it's a little less elegant on YouTube TV, but yeah, again, it's not, it for, doesn't sound like it's as informative for mm-hmm. as for fifty dollars a month savings. You know, mm-hmm. for right. six hundred dollars a year, I'll figure it out. Right, uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And we're saving sixty bucks because uh, you um, Directv jumped up to, I think eighty six dollars. I'm actually saving sixty six dollars, wow. and so now we're paying twenty. And like I say, we'll see how this works. I might have to experiment with the antenna because since DirecTV kindly ran a coax cable to the roof, if this parabolic dish doesn't work, I can, for, I think, 30, it depends on how much you want to spend. You know, you can spend a lot. But hopefully around $30, $40, I can get an antenna put up there and at least pull in one local channel uh, over the air. Uh, and we'll mm-hmm. see how that works. There's different ways I can uh, handle that, too. Uh, if I r- want to run it through my Plex server, uh, then I could have it so that it would stream to my tablets and everything else, uh, like you know, live over the air TV. So I could wouldn't have to watch it on physical TV if we don't have mm-hmm. to. So I could have it go to just one, and then I could just use the Plex app on the other TVs, and I wouldn't have to horse around setting up, you know, anten- the the wa- cables already there, but I don't have to horse around, you know, because my wife doesn't want to have to switch inputs. Um, mm. because the last time we did this, you had to switch from over the air to the antenna back to, uh, um, what were we, oh, were you using, um, well, it's just um, a matter of an input button on the remote though, right? Is it yeah. like three, you have to cycle through them. Right. But still, um, <laughs> but <buttons. laughs> okay. yeah, we were using the Roku, but so like I say, if I, mm. if she can just stay in the fire TV, um, and just go from like Philo to Plex 
you know, just something, you know, so it's just not trying to simplify it as yeah. much as possible. And with yeah. uh, and the nice thing is, if you decide that you don't like Philo for whatever yeah, reason, they it. don't have the channels that you want, or yeah. you can say, well, let me do Hulu for a, uh, a well, seven day trial, or let me do yeah. YouTube TV for a seven day trial. Yeah, they've got mm-hmm. a, we're tr- on the seven day trial right now. So we're, you know, seeing how that works and everything. Um, and That's the thing that I love about Hulu that I wish other things would do would allow you to put it on hold. Right. You know, then well, you don't have to worry about the trial. But thing. the nice thing, too, about Hulu and YouTube and the fact that your DVR, quote unquote, is in the in the cloud is that you can sign in anywhere mm-hmm. into yeah. your account. And right. then you can say, you know, you're sitting in a hotel room or something. It's nine right. o'clock and well, it's, you're not going to go out, but you're not going to go to bed. Just sign into your yeah. YouTube and you can watch stuff that's back at home on your DVR. I can't do yeah. that now with oh, Spectrum. Spectrum oh. for years yeah. has been saying we're going to have a, you know, a, we're going to have an app so you can watch elsewhere. I said, what about at least having an app where you can watch somewhere else in the house, mm. even if you're, you know, Baby steps. Well, mm-hmm. so it, at least I can watch somewhere else. Sounds oh, like they're coming. so it's behind coming. the times. They're and so it's, the and time. the Spectrum app for Roku is so bad. Mm. Oh. It just yeah. constantly drops. And they blame my Wi-Fi. I'm like, well, then how come Netflix doesn't drop? Mm-hmm. How come Amazon doesn't drop? Yeah. How come the other services don't you drop? Know who you're it's talking only to? you. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> well, and, you know with whom you are speaking. Right. And DirecTV <laughs> had that, but I never used that much because our bottleneck is our, you know, our internet here at home so i and besides which the, i'd set it up and it would kind of like lose its mind and i have to set it up again i don't know what the hell the problem was so but this way yeah like you say this is just an app so i've got one on the phone so like you say if i'm driving in the car or i'm not driving if i'm riding in the car yes, with my wife <laughs> yes right. and i want to watch something and i got my headphones on so i don't piss her off um i can just you know sit there and watch it on my you know my brand new iphone 11 inch Pro. Imagine if only you had this stuff when you had little kids, huh? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Segway, Shut segway away, Mike. Yeah. Segway away. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So a couple things. Here. Yes. I've got, yeah. Okay. Segway of sorts. But yeah, I got my, uh, and I got the case. I got the clear case that you recommended. Yeah. A nice clear case. All yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. That's, for 80, for me, yeah. it boiled down to 86 cents. Just uh, a nice little. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Just a plain old clear case. Yep. And with a screen protector, it's actually a little bit thinner because my son, when he, when we saw, uh, did our phone stuff he decided to go with a galaxy s or a note 10 i guess is what it was because he wanted to try out android I said, yeah, that's fine um so he got for trading his phone and he got 200 dollars of credit basically he said you want a case for your phone i said sure so i got an outer box which is a good case uh, the the i they have their names but this is the thin one it's not the heavy duty big thick otter box this is a smaller one defender i think they called it. i guess i got it here but um that was just a little too big to fit into my uh my uh saddle bag that i carry around with my phone in the side this one here is just a little bit smaller and slides in and out just a little bit easier but i'm still i don't know why it's so much worse with this phone but it, uh, than it was with the other phone but i'm always taking screenshots because it I wish they would move the volume buttons or something or put the power button on the top because I go to grab the phone and I take a screenshot. Uh-huh. I actually turned it off. But, uh, uh, but I do it with my watch sometimes. Like, how did I just do that? Yeah, that's I've done that too. I, that's like, why I switched it. I switched the dial to the other side of my watch. I flipped it. And well, ever since the, then, I haven't taken any accidental screenshots. Well, yeah. I've took got some it. getting used to, though. I've got it so that I can use the wheel with my finger because to go to the opposite side is a little 
awkward. You're reaching around. Yeah. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So I've done that a couple times. But uh, yeah, I'm so I'm getting used to that, and I've been I, uh, gonna. I'm trying to start to take a few more pictures. I went out in the yard yesterday morning and took some pictures, and I'll have to put them on uh, uh, Twitter or my Instagram account. And uh, just start taking more pictures because it's one of the reasons why I bought the phone. And I figured, well, something that, you know, to do online that doesn't involve, you know, yelling and screaming and that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, I need to sit down and experiment with it. And I did get an app uh, because my sister had given me some photo albums that my mom had. So um, it is, um, I'm still getting used to this swiping thing. Instead of the button, that takes a little. Yeah, what did you upgrade from? Uh, the eight with the button. The eight, okay. To the eleven. Eight plus, same as I have. Yeah, eight yeah. plus. So my son got that, and I got the eleven Pro Max because old eyes. Wow. Yeah. You're getting used to Face ID. What do you think? That's a lot nicer. The Face ID is isn't fine. it? It's I like yeah, it. Yeah, because you just instead of having to put your finger like to unlock LastPass, instead of oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put my thumb, you know, it's gotta be like a barbarian. I gotta put my thumb on the fingerprint thing. It's just like hold up, okay, you're open. Um, yeah, but so but it's confusing. Nicer. Well, not confusing, but it's you're used to using your phone. Then you go to your iPad, and like my iPad still has a button. <laughs> yeah, and it's like yeah. So I still have Touch ID. I'm like wait. <laughs> barbaric but anyway yeah um oh, f- oh i've tried out a couple and the one i think i settled on was called photo mine uh photo and then it's m-y-n-e but you can take uh shots of uh multiple pictures and then it'll separate them into individual pictures and crop them although i do kind of have to go back there and fudge the cropping a little bit because mom had written things in the border this was the old photos from the 60s that had a border Mm -hmm. around so she'd write things in there was cropping that off well i kind of want that in there so yeah yeah it identifies who's in the picture and the date if i can read mom's handwriting and it's like you know some of that stuff is 40 50 years old so yeah but uh yeah so i have to go back but that that's working pretty good now uh, I've got until Monday. They give you a seven-day free trial. Well, if I can hurry up and take a picture of all our all of our albums, otherwise it'd be like nineteen dollars a year, which I guess isn't terrible. But once I get the photos taken, I'm not planning on doing that much stuff. It's just like digitize our albums, be done with it, and I don't need them cloud stored. I just need to download them um, to the computer and put them in my server, and then beam them back up to the cl- my cloud storage. Um, there's no monthly where you can just spend like four dollars for the well, month or something it's like nine dollars for a month or twenty dollars for a year um at which point you might just as well spring for the twenty dollars mm. and yeah um just be done with it uh yeah because it's uh or i think you can get a is it a lifetime for um oh let's see here I think it's a lifetime for $40 or something like that, but I don't know if I'm going to use it that much. But, you know, I might just spring for, uh, uh, maybe I'll spring for the year so I don't have to hassle and run. Uh, I was say, so, so you're not you're not under pressure. Yeah, you can take basically. your time and do it properly. But, but I did, I was impressed, um, although there was a few that, you know, maybe I wish it wouldn't have. But it'll take the photo, it'll straighten it. And it'll run a filter over it to clear it up a little bit. And most times that was fine, but sometimes there was a wrinkle in the, because uh, mom had them in these cling pages, uh, cellophane mm. over it, and there was like a wrinkle in there. You know, mm. It sort of amplified the wrinkle, but mm, okay. It's the memory more than the, you know, the aesthetics of it. Um, 
So I don't know if I'll, I, I can always go back and retake them if uh, those, if I wish, but it worked pretty quick. Cause in about, oh, I don't know, half an hour, I suppose half an hour, maybe 45 minutes. I did two photo albums because uh, I think wow. I did, uh, well, tell me how many I've got. Well, let's see, I've got, uh, 119, 42, 52. So that's 200, I suppose about 300 pictures. Wow. Um, but yeah, I, I still mean, do do it the old-fashioned way. I just put my scanner, yeah. and I just take them out one by one and scan them that way. Well, and I don't know if I want to, you know, necessarily mess with that, especially some of those like in the the corners with the cor- uh, corner holders on there, the ones you paste that were kind of falling off anyway. So yeah, yeah I don't know if I want to, you know, horse with that too much. But uh, uh, but so I've I've used a camera for that. I want to try and use it for some other things. I did use it to take a portrait picture of my wife. Um, I thought that looked pretty good. And then on Twitter, I had posted a night picture of the flag out front of the school. Uh, it's got a light shining on it, but still, I thought for a night picture, uh, it did pretty good because you could see the stars and the stripes on the, the flag as it's waving in the wind. Um, you know, motion like that for some cameras in a low-light situation would be difficult, but That'd I think it would be pretty good. a really good subject. I think I would try that first, too. Next yeah. time you try to take that picture, though, take it from just slightly up under the flagpole. Yeah, I think that, that would look amazing. That that would too. I was trying to get the well in the one shot where I have the whole flag and the street and everything yeah. else in there. That one I forget which one it was. I did post. Um, I think maybe it it was the one where the flag looked the best. I don't know if it was one. Yeah, I should have it looking up like that too. Um, and I've got one from our little flag pole out front of the house. Same thing, a little light shining down on it. And uh, that one didn't look too bad either. But yeah, so I I want to try and experiment with the. Uh, the camera on here taking pictures. I once upon a time I was taking a lot of pictures and and stuff, but you know, the kids have graduated. You know we um, we're not you know out as much as we used to, and I'm not taking pictures of sporting events like I used to. But um, you know I'm uh, well that was not too bad. I'll have to send this one to you guys uh, when we get done here. I took the, the flag outside the house with just a wee bit of snow there. Maybe I'll send it to Kevin. Mm-hmm. Too, um, but uh, oh yeah, and I like you know, the, and this is an iOS update, not the uh, 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 iPhone 11 itself. But uh, they've made things a lot easier to get to, um, like because I just sent you guys. Hopefully, it'll be arriving there in a, a minute or so. A picture of uh, the flag we took outside the house, and I sent it to the Goo Pod, and so that's one of the options that pops up when you. Uh, on your mm-hmm. share link yep. there. Um, oh, I love that. I love that new yeah. feature. Makes things yeah. so much easier. Yeah. It does. And so they've made that stuff a lot easier. And then you can also, in the share menu, they've got shortcuts. So I, uh, I've got, so I was using that to, uh, it drives me crazy. I think the tech coordinator school, school is working on it. We don't have our, we have a school, there's a school calendar online, but it's not, uh, you can't subscribe to it. And hmm. yeah, I want, yeah, we were talking about that before. Yeah, and so I had a, uh, I think it was if this and that uh, setup that I could use in the share link. So I would just, on the phone or on the tablet, highlight the event, uh, click it to copy it, and then use this link, and it automatically pasted it into my Google Calendar. So mm-hmm. having things like that with, with if this and that and shortcuts and this kind of stuff, so you can custom make your own um, things on there. So... 
you know, I could create a shortcut, take a picture, I, and I have done that, uh, where I can take a picture either, I think I've got it set up to either actually take the picture or take one from the library, and then I can send it to uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram uh, with one shortcut. So that um, will give a person a lot to uh, play around with while you're doing that. Um, but yeah, so, you know, that, okay. And then, you know, one other thing I was going to tell about my tale of my Max. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes. So I think on the last episode, I was talking about how one would update to, um, um, Catalina and the other one wouldn't. Well, so I decided so that I could use Catalina, my sons that I was using as a server would update to Catalina and the one that I had in here for podcasting and such, it would just get to a certain point, restart, and never install. So finally, I just said, screw it. Just swap the two around. That way, I'll have Catalina, uh, and I can try it out. And for my server, if it doesn't update, who cares? It's, you know, just doing server stuff. Um, I probably wouldn't miss it that much there anyway. So I swapped the two around. I take mine out there, plug it in, get everything hooked up, turn it on, and I went, oh, crap, I forgot to plug in the uh, external uh, SSD drive I was using for my boot drive. Well, I turn around to get it, and I look, and I'm going, the damn thing's booting. Why <laughs> is it booting? Uh, and because I'm standing there with the SSD in my hand, going, "Huh, uh, it's not wireless." I'm pretty sure that's Laughing not with you, the case. not at you. <laughs> yeah. So it booted. So miraculously, the internal SSD decided to work. Fucking thing. Um, so I said, "Okay, let's roll with it." So it booted up. It ran. I said, "Okay, let's see if it'll update to Catalina." Yeah, no problem. Okay, but I'm not a fool, so I did plug in a an external drive, and I've got a time machine backup. Uh, so if that drive fails, hopefully I can boot off my external SSD or maybe make another copy so I have at least one operating system to fall back on because uh, I got my uh, hard drive toaster plugged into it too. So um, maybe be able to take the time machine backup and copy it to that. And I don't know if I'm missing something, uh, but I, with, because uh, I was using Super Duper. On Mojave, I could create a bootable hard drive that I could just plop in and boot off of. But when I do it in Catalina, it's not bootable. You can use it to copy it to a hard drive, but it's not bootable. Super Duper? Yes. Well, I even tried Carbon Copy Cloner, and I think it I was doing. There might have been something. Oh, my God. I wish I could remember now. I thought I heard a podcast last week where they said there's something you have, like a box you have to check. I'll have to go look. In order to make it bootable. Maybe Mac Geek App? Okay. Probably. See, I'm usually listening with one ear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And Because I would like a bootable backup so that, like I say, if the SSD takes a crap, I can just plug something in, boot up, and away I go. Because uh, in, in essence, that's what I was doing with uh, that external SSD is just, you know, I was booting off of that. But uh, so like I say, I don't know. And, you know, because if it failed, it's bound to fail again because I don't know what caused it to fail. Uh, I don't like things that mysteriously fix yeah. themselves because you never know when's it going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Wait for the other yeah. shoe to drop. Yeah, basically. So, but um... okay. Here's something with Catalina Carbon Copy Cloner won't write to encrypted, 
APFS volumes. Well, it's not encrypted. It's just a, okay. it's just a, uh, you know, because I there are some people that might cringe, but I'm not all that concerned about, you know, inside my own house about it being encrypted. Um, Catalina external boot installs fail. I'm just looking through. Yeah, and I was looking at a bunch of that stuff because, like I say, before the internal drive miraculously resurrected itself from the dead, um, I thought maybe it had something to try. Yeah, trying to install uh, Catalina to an external drive was making it lose its mind. Um, And I saw that they had done an update to Catalina, so I tried downloading that and installing it because they said fixing, you know, uh, installation issues. Well, it still didn't fix mine. It was failing in a different spot. Before, it would get to 80% and crap out. This time, it was getting to... I, I mean, that's my rough estimation of it. There was no numerical figure involved. But the uh, it looked like it was getting to about 20% and crapping out. So I don't know what it was. And I don't know. Maybe it was seeing that internal SSD and going, I'm confused, and just dying. Um <laughs> So I have no idea what the problem is, but you know, like I say, it's for right now, it's a moot point, and I should look involved, you know, because, uh, yeah, I should have, you know, I did did uh, get another drive and plug in, so I got uh, time machine backups on both of them, but I would like a bootable uh, drive, you know, like I say, just so if it fails. All my data is on external drives. I just need something so it'll boot up and run. The super duper just made it bootable automatically. Well, yeah, and see, I thought that too. I God, I wish I could remember. I I know I heard something on another podcast. I'm just looking now. I'm looking through the Maccast. I'm trying I'm to look through, through the notes. I'm looking through step by step of how to make it a bootable, but it's from 2010. I don't know if it's yeah, changed that's since what, then. That's the problem I was running into. Uh, yeah. And there's the. Uh, uh, so when you press and hold down the option key on startup, you don't get to no. select your bootable drive. No. Well, yeah, huh. it's not bootable. And I've tried different things. I tried, uh, I even took uh, my drive that was already, uh, I'd made copies. So I had on an, uh, a, uh, how am I trying to say this now? In my toaster, I had made a copy and had uh, that was my backup and then on the ssd that i was using as my volume drive or my system drive i you know erased that and installed stuff on there thinking well it's already set to be bootable but that didn't do it yeah um i tried different things you know uh had it formatted af apfs apfs apple whatever file system yeah um and it's a and it's a usb 3.0 like yeah well and and i'm not convinced i never did look that up if let me look in about this mac i don't know does this one have does this mac mini have uh uh usb 3 it's a 2011 i don't know if it does does it uh, fascinating uh, podcasting here, uh, and I'm not seeing. Oh, here's USB. Uh, it says no. It says USB 2.0 bus. Um, oh wait a minute. Here's the 3.0 bus. What's that? Or is that the thing I got plugged into it? Yeah, I was gonna say. Is that is it reading what's actually plugged in? Uh, where do I have that Elements drive? I got. 
Uh, I'm trying to read what's on that drive. Uh, well, it's the trackball keyboard. Oh, maybe, maybe it does have. It's where the microphone is plugged in in the trackball. So maybe that is the. Uh, I'm confused. I'll have to check sometime when. Oh, I, I'm looking at an Instructables that was published recently. It says, where does it say the date? But it said it was recent, as of this year. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and I don't have a registered copy. I don't know if that would make a difference or not. Here's. Oh, maybe not. Uh, You're so just I, using a trial, or? Well, yeah. Uh, and that's what I've always used before. Uh, but I don't see anything maybe, about, uh, about making Maybe it, it only does a partial. Yeah, but see, it, it was, it's the same thing. I was using it on Mojave and it was bootable, but then when I use it on Catalina, it isn't. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'll have to check that out. Or if some listener knows the answer to my query, that would be, you know, awesome too. Um, yeah, I just I haven't upgraded to Catalina just yet. Hashtag resist. So I'm just uh, <laughs> oh, waiting. I'm not. <laughs> um, I'm gonna wait just a little bit longer until it's a little bit more stable. I haven't run into any issues yet. This is the first time uh, I'm podcasting. Well, okay, I complicated my situation, of course, because swapping computers around. We were talking about this before the show, I think. That uh so I have to get all my settings back on this one since I put my one I was using out there, so I have to fiddle with settings. So if I don't think so, we checked it beforehand, but if the sound is a little off is because we were I have I'm playing with this one and I may not have it set the way that it was before. Um but um then too uh I you know I have to get everything up and running. So uh it's been a little bit of a um problem trying to get things sorted out here um because i you know had to log into everything and so yeah it's a but so far i haven't had any real issues with it uh we'll see when it comes to uh i haven't started up fission yet but that should work uh well it's all good for you it keeps you humble uh or (laughs) and constipated and yeah. yeah that too uh I just found something on his blog for Super Duper that might, might help too. you. That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have to look. Same thing. Great you minds. Great minds. You can re- sure. read that later. Yeah, yeah, I will. See, um, what we're doing, what I decided what, what I'm going to do is my computer is almost six years old and I'm still getting that spinning beach ball of like, uh, yeah. Hmm. Where my computer just locks up for a minute and I have to walk away and come back. So, and my husband's Windows computer is like, he's ready to throw it out our windows. So what we're going to do is, um, (coughs) excuse me, what we're going to do is I'm going to check for the holiday time, see if they have any deals on the Mac, MacBook Pros. I'm going to buy a baby. I'm going to buy a new one, make a separate account on this computer for him because I still want to keep the data that's on this computer because there's some 32-bit apps on here. Mm -hmm. Set him up with uh, his own account on the Mac if he still has a hard time with the Mac, then I'll get him a new Windows computer. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, this should be so much easier for him. Let's hope. Well, yeah, and you know, it'll be interesting because our school has gone from Windows to Mac, and the tech coordinator. Well, the tech coordinator set a hard deadline of last Thursday. 
Move oh, your boy. stuff off your Windows computer and over to Macs. Well, I don't know if there's too much machination and cr- uh, clashing of teeth, but um, there was a uh, there was a few people that you know put it off to the last minute. They were copying stuff, but uh, because he was sending the stuff back to the recycler, you know, so he had a hard deadline. So uh, everyone's had to do it, and so they've gone. You know, everyone's Mac now, and I think most people will like it. Uh, it'll take a little getting used to because one of the teachers said that uh, she would like to be able to because uh, uh, we use a lot of Promethean boards at school and she's got a mm-hmm. smart Promethean board uh, one that's basically like a big ass uh, TV in there uh, touch screen and all that's a big computer monitor on the wall um, and she would like to record her lessons so that kids that can't make it to school can just log onto the website and watch it. I said, all you got to do is use uh, QuickTime, and I showed her that, and she goes, oh, that's cool. You're going to end up being the new tech assistant? <laughs> well, yeah, well, because the, the tech coordinator, he's a kid about my son's age. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, so he's he's, uh, he's good, uh, you know, he's a Mac enthusiast. He's good, and he's also, he's saved my butt, too, because he also, uh, him and his dad have done various uh, uh live casting things on the internet so they would live cast sports stuff and they're doing uh live uh cast the uh sporting events at school so he's good yeah, with video sound recording and video production yeah. is a big thing with schools i mean my husband yeah. had to go through it for because they have to be recorded i i've helped teachers i've volunteered and helped teachers with mm-hmm. it myself and it's it's a production and sure they're so they're so so grateful like they'll bend over backwards <laughs> you know and they're they're so nice to you and it's like you kind of i mean I like doing it. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that too loud. Don't spread that around folks. No, (laughs) no, I I like, I like, I like being able to help. Like it was something that I could do to to help out and seeing how they're just kind of really, they got their, their hands tied behind their back. You know, you can't like record yourself. You can't just set it up on a tripod and then go walk around the classroom and record your lesson. It just doesn't work that way. All she wanted to do was just record the screen. She wasn't so concerned about uh recording herself. So I said, you know, she just use a a screen capture there basically. (laughs) Uh, And then just have, you'd have to do a little bit more about um, miking it a little bit. And we were talking about, cause he, uh, like I said, he's, he's done sound. He does, uh, he's done video. He's done audio. So he's a godsend to have around there because I was the audio guy, but basically it was, simple stuff um rss real simple shit is what i was doing um mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it, it helps to be an av nerd <laughs> oh it is and so he uh he found that he goes he was happy one day because he's got these uh i forget what he calls them but they're just uh uh flat mics um uh like a lapel he, mic no 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 no. they're uh about the size of a track pad um oh uh-huh. so you can put around and he said you know if we just put one of them there because it, it, it's for capturing oh, like wide angle up. sound yeah oh, basically something like that nice. so i said if we just put one of them against the wall so that you know it would catch the people asking questions because it's uh-huh. kind of hard that the teacher gives a response to what was the question so he put that yeah. up there and so you know like I say him and i brainstorm it's it's actually kind of fun sometimes. it's fun it's actually yeah. fun trying to figure that stuff um, out because you know you're doing a service it's it's something that's sure. going to help a teacher out that's going to help kids get educated and it's well it's for the it's for the greater good and then him and i are conspiring too because right now <laughs> in the office there's a whiteboard with the calendar on it which is fine <laughs> it's nice to stick your head in there and see what's on the calendar but there's no online version of it yeah and, and we want a subscribable one so that like if there's a snowstorm and the game gets postponed because it's yeah canceled can't somebody uh, do the data entry for a google calendar well, is there so anything a, stopping them 
well, inertia. Um, and the yeah. the secretary uh, is you know a, a nice lady, and I tried once on my own. What about uh, the PTO or PTA? That would be something that a mom like me would do. Oh boy, I don't really know that we have a PTO or PTA oh, in the school. Okay. Um, hmm. But and I tried I tried this once on my own, you know, just as a janitor, <laughs> and I'd set up a Google thing. Well, she said, "Well, it's too tough because I got to enter it in the computer, and then I have to enter it on the whiteboard. So it's just default going to the whiteboard and writing it up there." <laughs> well, his idea, and so like I say, him and I are conspiring. He said, "We get it." And I think he's just going to force people to do it because we need to move forward and we you know, need to make mm-hmm. things better here. I hope nobody from the school hears this, then they're probably going to lynch both of us. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, I don't think there's any <laughs> you chance to be efficient. of that. No, you're trying yeah. to help, though. Yeah. Well, so then see, his idea is then, you know, you get it set up on Google, we take the whiteboard down, we just put a, you know, uh, even if it's a big but inexpensive TV up there and just have like say, a month it. view. Yeah, uh, just well, project it. Project it or, or put it on, you know, a kiosk kind of a screen. Yeah. Oh, I think we might. I what he's talking about. Even if we got just a, you know, inexpensive but decent, uh, big flat screen TV. Yeah. And put yeah. up there because I think a inexpensive flat screen would be about the price of a projector, and those bulbs get a little. Pricey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I meant project it, meaning like put it on the wall for everybody to see sure. and have it, yeah, digitized. So yeah, right. a flat screen TV would. Yeah. Be good. Uh, so, you know, that's what we're thinking, but because it, it'd just be so much nicer because, uh, you know, because I well, have to you do You can't print it. <laughs> you can always just print it out. Well, I know. But again, you know, and like I say <laughs> some of that's inertia. And, but I think because, yeah. um, you know, I said I'd be willing to do it. But the thing is, the person who takes the calls on this stuff, I mean, I have to sit down yeah. and do the door schedule. So I have to know about this stuff yeah. anyway. But mm-hmm. it should be the person that, you know, takes the calls and schedules this stuff. Just mm-hmm. so just sitting at their computer, type it in and be done with it. Yeah. Um, right. And it's going to be a workflow that they're going to have to learn, but hopefully it shouldn't That's be just that it. bad. It's hard. And even my husband has admitted because he was, I won't say dragged kicking and screaming, and he's not a Luddite. It's just you can see the stress that they have when there's already so much on their plate. They've already had to do so much professional development. They're always having to learn something new. I mean, this is the nature of education. You have to learn new sure. things. What a concept. But it's like, you know, they're, it's just, they're so put upon. There's only so many hours in the day. It's like, where are you going to fit this in? And finally, he just, I, I, he was bringing home like milk crates, milk crates full of manila folders of stuff to grade. And that has all been replaced with a laptop. I mean, yep. he, barely ever brings home piles of stuff anymore because it's all digitized and it took him a while and he was really frustrated with it but he's even admitted that once you it is an investment but once you get it all put in there then you just tweak as you go and you develop a workflow and now yeah. he's i think he's he's happier with it yeah if, if he was trying to do his master's degree on top of like having to do that data entry and then at those beginning stages there's no way he would have done it but it just kind of worked out that he, he finally got that kind of in there and it's there's a workflow and now it's just a lot easier for him. Yeah. Can't say all the can't say all the, you know, the parents and the kids and the staff always cooperate. They don't always like, you know, go to the thing, but it's there, you know. Right. So the tools are there, you just gotta use them. And like I say, most and some of the older teachers are starting to retire. Um, mm-hmm. but they've, they've been pretty good about this and they've been using computers for years and they still yeah. use the, uh, office stuff. So, and they have an office online or 365 or whatever the hell that thing's called. Uh, so that shouldn't be that difficult cause that's just a web link. Um, and they'll just have to learn a few other things, but I don't think it's going to be that bad. 
I just think it's so interesting. The I, I always get, I don't know, it's warm, fuzzy feeling hearing you tell stories about your relationship with your tech because that's how it was when I was his, in his position. I oh. was really good friends with the janitor. I don't oh, know yeah. what it was. There's, there's, I wonder, I wonder like how many people are school site technicians who are, are also friends with the janitor. Like I wonder if there's just this, this relationship well, that just always naturally forms between it, those two parties. And it doesn't hurt that this janitor happens to be the king of the nerds in this town. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so we bounce ideas off each other all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. That's and, how it was with my janitor. I got yeah. really close to him. Like he, he came to my baby shower. He made me a, like a little little chair and everything. It was really cute. I miss him. Well, <laughs> okay. And our our tech coordinator is uh, six foot. What is he? Six foot eight. Um, <laughs> Boy, oh wow. Yeah. Uh, he actually he. Uh, I said for uh, uh, if he dresses up for Halloween, he should dress up as Thor from the Avengers movie because he bears kind of resemblance to. Uh, is it Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> place I forget which. Oh name. my. Hemsworth brother it is. Uh, yeah, he bears kind of a, a resemblance to that. Um, so I said, you know, get a hammer. Try not to whack uh-huh, the kids. Right. I know it's tempting, but, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, Make it out of foam with yeah. a squeaky in it. But, uh, yeah, whacking the kids. Oh, no, no, sorry. I'm indulging in one of my fantasies here. But anyway. <laughs> I didn't say that. Reel it, reel it in, Mike. Reel it yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Pull it back. Pull it. Okay, and with that, maybe we ought to move on to our picks. Um <laughs> Like spiraling. <laughs> yeah, like I say, janitors someday, you know. Okay, anyway. Um, so, yeah, why don't we do our picks? And, uh, oh, I see some of us were thinking along the same lines. I should have maybe looked a little closer. Oh, well. Um, so let's start with Melissa. <laughs> what do you have for your pick? You know, I actually have these, so I can actually speak intelligently about them. I don't know if I actually have this the same exact model, but when I looked this up and I looked at the app, the app matches what we have. I mean, the picture looks a little bit different, but sure. these are LED strip lights. And this one here that I picked is a 16-foot. And what you do is you you string these up. They have like an adhesion, an adhesive backing. You peel that off. You, you measure the area that you want to illuminate. So they're just a long strip of LED lights. And you measure the area, and then you can you can lop off a section. Now that section won't work anymore, so you got to be really really exact. Measure twice, cut once, and you then can once you have your your cut measurement, then you can stick them, and then you plug them in, and then you can control them with an app on your iPhone. Now the app is janky, so I will I will say caveat. Um, it says like it's advertised that you can that these will flash to the music, they'll flash to the beat. Um, that only works if you have music on your iPhone that is not DRM. So uh-huh. if you've got, yeah, if you've got audio clips that maybe somehow you've stripped the DRM out of them or something, then it'll work just fine. Um, and, you know, there's a kind of, like, it's still being updated at least. Like, they just pushed it up. I was a little bit curious about that. I was worried that it was just going to be abandonware. But they did just put, a, put out an update recently, and enough people are complaining about it. So hopefully they'll fix it. But um, yeah, it's pretty neat. Like you can just control them from your, from your iPhone and they'll blink to, they'll blink to sound. So say for example, since you can't really play music from directly from the iPhone, what I've done is actually played just, we've blasted music on the stereo and then just used the microphone portion. And so then it, you know, it's not exact, but it's, it's pretty cool that it blinks. But we did this uh, a couple of weeks ago, Mike, we were talking about my game day that right. I had all, all the kids over when I had wall to wall, teenagers and it smelled like teen spirit in here and we had these things going and it was, it was really cool 
yeah, we survived. I, I think okay. I'll do it again. The kids, the kids are nice. They're they're real sweet. So they had a really good time. So we had game day. We had these lights going, and um, it's really funny because they get really bright. They really they're LEDs. They get really really bright. And we've uh, when we first put them up, we we cranked up the light, and then we went outside to see what would happen. <laughs> yeah, the neighbors are gonna wander. <laughs> okay. Well, so, yeah, definitely a fun thing, and it comes in just under thirty bucks. And I was looking at this. So this must be indoor lights, but uh, we were. They uh, are. I wish they were outdoor. That would well, be really cool. Well, because we were talking, we went to Watertown today, and my wife's sister and her uh, and her husband came up, and we were talking, like we do sometimes, about decorating trees outside and using mm-hmm. a, a drone to fly around the tree oh, and oh, wrap the lights wow. around them. Uh, so something like that on a reel that you could just you know yeah. suspend that would be light enough for a drone to be able to pick up, but you just be able to fly it around and have it unwind as you go around the tree. Oh That's wow, it, it would be so much fun! Yeah, when I was looking at that spool, I'm thinking, ooh, that might be interesting. Not that we decorate trees outside. This was more of a <laughs> thought exercise, and no, we're not doing that. But uh, it would be kind of cool. Uh, yeah. Okay, so there's that. Now, uh, Alyssa. What do you have? Something I think I'm going to end up buying. <laughs> it's called the Stylus Pen for touchscreens, digital pencil, active pens, fine point stylus, blah, 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 blah. You know, one of those, you know, You've three been line. You've been for a stylus for a while now. Well, you know, I keep looking at the Apple Pencil. I cannot yeah. justify the price. Oh, Even I though yeah. I can get it for $95. I'm like, I, I can't. Agree. And maybe if I was a graphic artist or like to draw maybe i just can't justify but this one's 24 dollars and it's got five star reviews nice and i like the ones um you've probably seen them damn it at least i think i'm gonna end up buying the pens that uh, they have like a disc on the bottom of them yeah yes i have i don't yeah i don't understand that and i just like ew this one looks kind of looks like an apple pencil yeah and oh, I just yeah. thought, you know something? It looks like it syncs quickly. It it lets you know that it's on so that when you want to make sure that it's off, you don't have to worry about wasting the battery. It just, you know, I don't know. I just thought for $24, that mm-hmm. I'll pay. And, uh, well, yeah, because I'm looking at this because I'm thinking for, like, my iPhone because uh, I don't have an iPad Pro, but uh... – if yeah, it, but for any kind of device, whether sure. it's your Fire or your, you know, your Kindle, okay. your iPhone, well, your Galaxy phone, your Android phone. Because I'm wondering about the accuracy. Because uh, I was, you know, it'd be handy for like when you're uh, editing uh, text or something. The finger gets a little big. If you could have that on there to be able to drag your cursor around and see a little better what you're doing, rather than uh, I say my big fat yeah. finger. Well, and plus, you know, when you've got a stylus like this one is the one. I don't know if you guys. I know the listeners can't see, but right. this 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 did have a pen on one side. Now it's right. just the tip. But mm-hmm. you know, it is it works well. But it is a bigger tip. Yeah, and you've got and then you've got all that you know um, marks all over your iPad. Right. Mm-hmm. You know where this one is a little bit. Well, actually, it's the same size, maybe a tiny tiny bit smaller with right. this one. So I thought, well, you know, for twenty four dollars for the pencil, I think it's worth a worth giving it a try. So this isn't Bluetooth, then. It's just a. Uh, yeah, it's stylus. interesting. It says it doesn't require Bluetooth, but it's confusing because it doesn't sound like they. That doesn't mean what that think what you think that means. Kind of a answer. Uh okay. Does it need a battery? Know. I'm. Mm. 
let's see here. No pairing. Good question. No pairing or app to mess with. Can be used on multiple devices. Uh, it doesn't have palm rejection. So somebody said, can this be used instead of the Apple Pencil? And they say it works as a great alternative. It's not as smart as the Apple Pencil since you won't get palm in input rejection. But that's to be expected because this uses conductive input just like a finger does. Okay. I think they meant capacitive. Probably. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so it's just uh, a stylus, but hopefully with a more Oh, it says tip. that's why you won't need pairing. I see. Yeah. But so I, it is just like what you were holding up there, Lisa. It is a capacitive stylus that doesn't require Bluetooth. It's got a it's finer just that point. The point. It's just got a finer yeah. point. It's mm -hmm. got a finer point to it. Might be mm -hmm. more comfortable to hold. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, because that, that could be interesting. Because like I say, doing some things on my phone, uh, even my iPad sometimes, because it's a little hard to, you know, with your finger to get it precise. Although I do, I do have to say, now that I'm kind of getting the hang of the editing with the new keyboard on in iOS 13, where you hold <sighs> the space bar to scroll, that... Yeah, I'm still working on that. It, I, I'm getting better at it. That's the insertion point where you have to input the I-beam where you want to tap, where you just want right. to edit that space. Um, the only time where I still get messed up is when it's at the edge of a box somewhere. If I'm okay. editing something and I need to, I just want to click there because I want to put the insertion point there, but it's kind of at the edge of right. a text box. Oh, that drives me up the wall. Well, it's nuts. The problem, just, I'm, oh. the problem I'm having is for the selection part where I'm trying to slide the selector over and I can't, again, see around my fat finger. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I missed Well, the yeah, loop. it's between We've your finger and the big stylus. Yeah. yeah, we've got to bring back the loop because there. I'm still running into issues where, yeah, the the in the I beam is under my finger. Yeah, yeah. that's why I think the pencil might be good. And plus, you can draw and write with the pencil. You can't mm -hmm. do that with the stylus. Not yeah. not well. Yeah. So okay. yeah, we'll see. All I'll right. report back. Well, and then we'll move on to my pick. And like I say, it's not exactly the same as uh, Melissa's. And we have something similar to this not this exactly we have little round led lights but they're motion sensitive and you can uh charge them up by usb uh so we have some so we got some in our basement down here for the cat uh so one, oh. in, one in the stairwell one next to my room here and then one around the corner where he goes to eat and do his business uh because apparently he's a little not fond of the dark or something but um and I use it too because I turn the lights out in here and the lights for the, I have to walk this distance across there and I just don't want to bump into anything. So I walk out there far enough, the light will come on. Uh, and these are, uh, these are closet lights, they say, or under cabinet lights, wherever you want to put them uh, on your stairs. Uh, so if you want your stairs lit up as you walk down, which is what we kind of did. But these are like a bar. Uh, for 20 bucks, you get two of them. But, uh, it's kind of nice if you want lights underneath your cabinet. Um, you know, you can just charge them up and put them underneath there. Uh, and then you move your hands underneath there and they'll light up. You don't have to be pressing buttons or anything. But, uh, you know, that's kind of handy. And then they go have. off? Yeah, after a oh. uh, uh, preset time. Uh, oh. eight, 18 to 20 seconds of no motion detected. Uh, oh. Let's see. So, yeah, it's got... Uh, uh, three uh, off auto uh, off on and auto, so you can just turn them on and have them stay on. But um, 
Yeah, and like I say, the rechargeable, so you don't have to be messing with batteries. You have to take them down and recharge them, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's not too bad. But uh, Yeah, this would be good for my kiddos that are in bunk beds, and the little one is on the top bunk, and he gets frustrated when he can't see. <laughs> yeah, or even if you wanted... Looking for something for his ladder. Or you could even put some, like, along the side of your bed, because, like, I get up mm-hmm. in the morning before my wife does sometimes, anyway. And so my uh, clothes are you know my, yeah mm-hmm. uh, beside the bed there and so if i just had something to kind of light up i've gotten to the point where uh um you know if i ever become blind i'm sufficient in certain skills like finding things <laughs> in the dark um but i you uh, and snickers are bonding that way yeah and so uh i mean i've got things you know in a pile so you know i kind of put it in the same pile every night so i find stuff but there's been a few times i've had to get my phone out especially if the dog helpfully <clears throat> rearranges <laughs> stuff down there because she's making her bed um so there's been a so few Mike, times you that, have this particular one or something similar to this something similar to this one uh ours is a three-pack they're round i'm holding my hands up i won't do the listeners much good but they're probably about six inches no they're square actually with rounded corners but they're probably oh, about okay. four or five inches uh across with motion sensing and you plug them in and charge them up uh, but mm-hmm. like i say just some place where you need a little light uh, to see, or you've got that closet that, you know, you, you can't, it's dark in there. You don't want to put like a regular light bulb in there. And I don't know about these, but those that we have uh, light up pretty good. Um, it would light up a closet well enough to find stuff. I mean, yeah, you may not be able to read a book in there, but you should be able to find your stuff in there. Mm-hmm. But uh, Very uh, practical. Yes, it is. And, you know, like I say, for 20 bucks for two, that's not too bad. Um, but... Uh, well, I think we've kind of discussed everything that we, well, we hadn't even planned on what we were going to discuss. We just, <laughs> like we always do, we plow into it. But um, So at this point, why don't we uh, introduce ourselves so people know where they can find us. So, uh, Melissa, where can people find you? You can find me online all over at The Mac Mommy, or you can go to my website, themacmommy.com. Okay, and Lisa, uh, where can people find out more about you? You can go on Twitter at Sensei Dai, or you can go to threegeekyladies.com with the number three spelled out, which is the other podcast I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes. And if you want to hear more about what I have to say, you can go to Twitter uh, there and find DSC Chipman, or I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak, that's M-C-P-E-E-K, and it even has links to... Uh, my some of my photos if i get around to taking more uh i have links there to that uh and if you want to find out more about the show go to geekiestshowever.com reviews and comments and itunes are always welcome and we thank everyone who does that we hope you have enjoyed the show as much as we have and don't forget between now and next week to hug a geek i don't know who you are but i will find you and when i do you had better be listening to the Tech Fan Podcast, because if you're not, well, you may not live long enough to regret it. Remember, it's called the Tech Fan Podcast. Listen, and you won't regret it.